Hey guys, welcome back to the Kind of an Expert podcast, the only podcast where the guest picks the topic of every single episode. My name is Corey Tyndall and I am your host as always. And this week I sat down with longtime friend and New York City comedian Michael Terry to talk about shitty advertisements. I think all of us have been bombarded over the last five or six years with ads, whether that's on TV, scrolling through Instagram, scrolling through Twitter, even TikTok is now bringing up more ads. And so Michael wanted to sit down and talk about the worst ads that he's seen, how they are portraying our society as dystopian without even really meaning to, and where ads might go in the future. So I think this was a really funny episode. It was a lot of fun to do, and I think you guys are going to enjoy it as well. You can follow him at Michael A. Terry on Instagram, and you can come see him at a bunch of my shows at Greenwich Village Comedy Club coming up every single Monday at 7.30 in Greenwich Village, New York City. And as always, follow me at Corey T. Comedy on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. But with that, let's get into the episode. do an episode i used to want to be a music <laughs> where producer, i interview honestly. you yeah and you can be kind of an expert on podcast editing. i've done a couple solo episodes <laughs> yeah just just that is like the height of narcissism sitting in my fucking apartment to, to do a do, to do a podcast called kind of an expert like i think i can i can just do this i think i can just do this on my own <laughs> this particular I mean, look, this topic look, there's a couple topics that i like what's, research. A, what's, a, what's a topic so one of them was um <laughs> like the the idea that we are living in the new golden age sure or gilded age not gilded golden age, age okay um so like essentially how we're our economy is in the exact same point it was at the end of the 1800s right, right, and like right. how we need to essentially duplicate what they did in the beginning of the 1900s except a little different so we don't have the great depression um oh so it was like a really so it, it happy like, go lucky episode. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Everybody was. Just, I went. I did a lot of research on for that yucks. one. I think it's a good idea for like a, a twist on the kind of expert, where instead of bringing in people who kind of can talk about a subject, it's it's you just on Wikipedia trying to parse through an actual topic. <laughs> <laughs> because ultimately, that is let's be honest, a yeah. lot of a lot of podcasts are well, like. That- yeah, we yeah. did some, we did we did some research, and then you can you can hear them typing just into Wikipedia, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, like yeah. it's so. <laughs> it's just where I get my content now. Yeah. It's just where I get my content. Yeah, I mean it's it's better than the new podcasts that are starting up on, um, where they just read Reddit boards. You know what it is, man. Ultimately, like... podcasts aren't what they used to be. You know, well, I it used to be garbage. I love, too. I do love but. that too. Like the the revisionism. I love. It's always like the guys. It, it it's a lot like the comedians who, like, rip open mic comedians and like use it as a pejorative. But they're not enough levels above an open mic comic yes. to just be throwing this around. It's the same way with like you always notice that a lot of people who like rip on the like profusion of podcasts are people that started one just like a little bit sooner when it was still yeah. like trust me plenty to go around you know like <laughs> yeah. you were it's like oh everyone's everyone's got to have a podcast now yeah. it's like fuck i mean they don't you don't have to here's here's how i look at podcasts it is a horrible way to gain audience sure but it is a great way to keep audience because right, if you right. can get someone to listen to nine or 
what am I at? Like not 80, 82 episodes. Oh, I thought you were saying 90 hours. minutes. I was like, I'm not here for No, 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 no. Nine, <laughs> 60 minute podcast, but sure. 82 episodes. So they're listening to you for 82 hours. Like they are the ones that are going to come see your live yeah, show. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's, I guess that's true. Although that's where, see, I never get deep into podcasts. I'm not like mm-hmm. a, a regular listener. And part of it is the number. There's yeah. something very disturbing of clicking like, I don't even know, what would the episode of Chapo be? Do they number them? It would be like, I, yeah. where you realize... I mean, it, like, like, Joe Rogan's at 1,500 People, people number something. their podcasts. And oh, it's like, I do. That, yeah. to me, I'm not sure I would go that route because it's like a reminder to the listener who's followed all along the exact amount of hours <laughs> that they have put in to listening to like... Chuntering on about the democratic <laughs> establishment, like, which is perfect. It's a great podcast, yeah. but it's like, holy shit, this is now like taking years, like the years of my life here, you know? So, two thoughts on that. One, that is part of the reason that I like having every episode be different on this podcast. Sure. So, they can't say I listened to 82 hours of this kid talk about one other thing. Right. I think the other part of that, though, is that most people are not as neurotic as you are. I think it's a huge, <laughs> huge, huge. Unquestionable <laughs> part of it. It's funny to think about it like that. That neurosis has such a negative impact on my life because in the rare <laughs> moments when I like turn on a chapo, I laugh. I'm in. Yeah, I like it. It's great. But then I'm like, oh, I can't do this too often because then I'll like see a number of how many. <laughs> it's like that is really. Yeah, I should probably. You're look not into wrong that. that it is like an addiction though. I, it, podcasts are imaginary friends for adults. Yeah, and it's like once yeah. you like. Listeners of this, don't think about that too hard. But like, <laughs> I guess it I should just, I like, just come on and be like, like isn't like, it crazy how much time we spend listening to podcasts? So there's like, I listen to a couple sports podcasts while I'm working. And I just have it on. And right. they went two weeks without doing one. They took a vacation, which is well in their right. right. When I tell you, I, I you're like switching like John Daly on, on the golf Monday, course. Like, it's just like, <laughs> I feel like I should be listening <laughs> yeah. to Bill Simmons right now. And <laughs> yeah. it's just like. I was like, I feel like there's something missing. Yeah. Am I, what am I listening to? I tried music. I was like, this isn't the same. I, I think that as as the ubiquity of like onlineness has just taken over my entire life, that I've had to eliminate like audio content. Like I spend so mm. much time scrolling. Like we're all scrolling. You're just scrolling. You get on your phone. There's the a gap. In, there's a gap in conversation. You scroll, right? And so the idea of then like in the rare moments when I'm not scrolling just like listening i'm like jesus this is like i feel so fucking trapped right now and so i'm either you even control the play pause well, but button. that's the best part it's like podcasts are obviously way more enjoyable than scrolling twitter but i'm so addicted to the one that i've had to forsake the other one wow and just been like i need to just stare in silence waiting until the next time i like to scroll and so the idea of like like i listen to i i, I listen to blowback um, but that's less of like a chatting, you know, it's like a, a researched fucking history of information that fascinate yeah. me. So yeah. that's the kind of thing. But uh, all of that to say, I am looking you at are starting, starting your podcast. I, I want to say I want to. <laughs> it's you know what it is. It's like <laughs> it's that it's that everybody says don't do a podcast. Right. So many people are like, oh, you shouldn't do a podcast. Everyone's doing a podcast. Blah, blah, blah. And then. Someone does another podcast and it works and they get listeners. They start getting booked more. And you're sitting there like, why did I for the last three years listen to everyone who said, don't do a podcast? Like, because what's the worst case scenario? It fails. Yeah, right. That's the worst case scenario. 99% of podcasts. And I think that's like, you know, sort of new me in the pandemic. Post-pandemic world is like, 
should I just be more willing to fail? And so with that in mind, yeah, I've been looking at. Yes. Which is, I've just been thinking about starting a podcast. So what I'm interested in is the topic of that podcast, because that's, that to me right. is, is really, right. I think there's a lot of substance in your idea. So explain your idea. The idea is and to this have will a, kind of be a preview of right. your podcast and overall. So for the listeners, if you enjoy Michael by the end of this, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll, re, we'll yeah, come yeah, back yeah. to this. Come by listen the end. to me fourteen hundred yes. times you can, uh, over you the can, next twelve years. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, um, Prepare for him to be your imaginary best friend. Sure. Well, I think so. I like the idea of doing something a li- like a little more uh, condensed. I will probably try to put out seasons instead of every single week doing it yeah um and i honestly that's the smart way and to do and, it. So, and i sort of i started thinking about some of my old jobs particularly one i worked in a, a, like i guess you would call it event management i set up safety training events for construction workers okay um, all over the country for five years and i started thinking about how it was just fundamentally like a real life commercial it was a real life advertisement for this company i worked for Interesting. so it was like ostensibly safety training but suspiciously, OSHA was nowhere to be seen, <laughs> right? And the safety trainers uh, were just local sales reps of all your Makitas, your DeWalt. Of course. You know, your Guardian, you know, your harness companies. Yeah. And what would start ostensibly as a safety training program would just quickly devolve into like having people try harnesses on and then being like, you, go, you should probably buy a new harness. And boy do we have a deal <laughs> you know and but like oh not to say God. they got nothing out of it like i don't want to be too too harsh but it was the process because i set up everything i would drive the van with all the equipment i would put up everything all of the advertising materials the literature the sales the yep. list of the prices all that and then it was my job yeah. to like this training brought to you by right fucking and of course of yeah. course like as as is the case with so many in advertising uh, the thing I was advertising, I had absolutely no experience with. No, I mean I couldn't tell you what <laughs> drill to use for a for a specific <laughs> wall. What the fuck? And so like I'm just there having to pretend that I'm like part of it. I've got all the, the I got the uniform on and all sure. this shit. I mean I don't know how to do any of it. Um, and so I you know luckily, You're an actor. luckily I'm like well we've actually got uh, we got Johnny from Bosch over here to answer all those questions yeah, so there you go. I'm just actually here to hand out ham and turkey sandwiches and no, and no we don't have vegetarian sorry you like that's basically what construction thing. workers vegetarian more than you more than you think wow vegetarianism is is spreading into the very interstices of this country and this uh, is why we're failing as as a nation state right right <laughs> yeah <laughs> and so I you know I although I think kind of an expert would be stretching it I you know I've long been sort of obsessed with with the idea of advertising and so what i want to do is start sort of looking at uh, probably in the format of like specific types of ads and going through sort of the history of how those various products were advertised throughout um and what they look like now and what they may look like in in the future yeah um so let's let's get into that what is what is your favorite type of advertising sarcastically well, or like you can okay. you could go two ways so, you could go legitimately sure, this is great sure. or legitimately after, this is awful right. and i love it so after saying after coming out of the gates with type i would say that we'll, there will also be some some companies advertise so much that they will probably get like specific episodes unto themselves okay okay and so my favorite ad right now that i think is like uh, so sort of telling of our current condition and I don't know if you've seen it but it's a TV ad TV spot and uh, it opens up on um, a, a sort of single family suburban garage deep into the night crickets chirping right 
And as we move down the driveway, we see uh, what one has to guess is a mother. Uh, has to be, it's early morning, two, three in the morning. And she has this perfectly organized workspace. So she's converted her garage into a workspace in which she ships stuff out on Amazon. Okay. Okay? Now, the beauty of the ad, of course, is that when you're seeing her do this, right, it is set up... Obviously, Amazon would never make an ad to make itself look horrible, right? Right. But this, in my eye, I'm like, wow, they, they're, they're telling us everything in this ad, right? Because at yeah. first, it, the way they want you to see the ad is, look at this independent entrepreneur yes. who has pulled herself up by her own bootstraps. And in the midst of a pandemic. She's got... She lost everything. Right. It's a side hustle, but it is perfectly manicured. All the boxes are in perfect order. Yeah. All of the equipment, the boxes, the packing tape, all everything there, the ladder, everything, Amazon product. Okay. So, which is amazing. It's like you work for us, yeah. but first you buy all of the stuff from us <laughs> <laughs> to set up an office, an Amazon oh, satellite no. office in which we obviously pay you nothing. Right. You get nothing from us. Yeah. In fact, you actually pay us to do this, right? So that's like the first thing. Yeah. Second thing is like then you have to consider like all of the, like the tragedy of this life, right? <laughs> which is that, well, okay. No, if, keep going. It, it, if you watch the ad, it sets up as a single family home. So there's a family in there. She's not with her family. To say nothing of the fact that she's not asleep. Okay? No. She's awake in the middle of the night. Some <laughs> fucking asshole had clicked had clicked like one Buy day candle. shipping, yeah. overnight shipping for these 18 Yankee candles <laughs> at a profit of like you know 95. She's, she's just reselling off well, Alibaba. And the, and and like the real profit comes from the shipping, but it also necessitates yep. that she has to like climb out of bed, right? Still like finds time to dress up pretty nice. She's not just stumbling down. Right. So you don't get to see the real situation where she's just fucking haggard. So tired. She's been yelling at her husband who thinks it's not going to make enough money. She's promising that the five grand that they've put into all of this equipment is eventually going to pay off. It's got to start with her half asleep and then her phone goes right, ding and she right, goes fucking right. Christ. And, and so, and, and, and then you, you start to see like the bigger point of the ad, which is that they think that they're suggesting like this person has taken control of their life yeah. in a way that is not, was not possible without companies like Amazon. When in fact, like I don't think I've ever seen anyone more out of control of their life. Right. Like this is right. like, right. right. Like the, the, the idea that this was a choice, right. That's the illusion. Uh-huh. Right. This was not a choice. Nobody in their right mind <laughs> <laughs> would choose to do such a thing. Yeah. And then you see like the car is now parked outside on the driveway. Yeah. So it's, you know, going to get all types of winter damage. Yeah, she's having to do say. this. She after she's put in like a solid three hundred and forty nine dollars in like to a space heater from Amazon oh. when winter comes, you know, and that's that's sort of what what I find so amazing about that group, whether it's Amazon um, or Facebook is another good example or Google is that so many of their ads reveal the real heinousness of what they're doing. Yeah. But it's able to be done in a way that even the advertisers are like, this is going to make us look great. 
And I, the thing that sort of shocks me is that like there have to be people who look at that Amazon ad that I just described and like don't have a complete fucking meltdown that like the yeah. whole relationship between labor and capital has been fucking destroyed. <laughs> and we are at like this stage of self-exploitation from which we will never recover until like the world just explodes. Right. Yeah, right. And so, well, so here, here's what Amazon is going for. If I may play sure, please, devil's yeah. advocate. Yeah. I think this actually lends to your point in that the person who sees that and goes, I want that is the person who is trapped in such a horrible corporate life that they're like, at least nobody's telling her what to do Mm -hmm. when really like we know Amazon's telling her what to do because they're they're putting her in like, Hey, ship this candle or starve, Mm -hmm. uh, situations, but, or don't, but you'll hurt your seller rating. Yeah. It's up to you. I mean, it's, it's the, once your seller rating goes down, they, they are advertising towards the people who feel like they have no control. Sure over their life and i think that's pretty predominant in the pandemic so i don't necessarily think it's a bad ad but i also agree that you are 100 percent right it can't as be a, a bad societal ad. this is what like gets as me. a societal right. narrative <laughs> yeah 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 you're 100 this is, this is the notes. part that fascinates me and that this is the part i would want to get into more on on like a, a podcast about it, one specific like i think you could do one about this fucking ad mm. where like I want to bring someone on and talk to me about how it is a good ad because I'm sure it is. I mean, they have the best advertisers in the world. They have the best everything in yes. the world, the best lawyers, best space program now. I mean, like, okay, so I get it. But I actually think it's sort of twofold. I think that you're right, that those are some of the people. But I think that some, there's something darker about um, another group that I think they're appealing to where that there's a, there are a lot of people that genuinely want to do that. Yeah. And that blows my mind. <laughs> right? That like and and so and the 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 for me the tragedy then is that like what where they're getting those people is that people have reached a point where they do want to try that. They do want to try something like that. Whether it's for reasons like you're talking about or just like I'm going to make something of myself and this is the avenue. And so like what you really want is like an ad of this person like 14 months into this attempt. Yes. <laughs> right? All the boxes are shattered. <laughs> she's trying to close it, but right, but now yeah. it's like too loose. And so every time she's trying to go back upstairs, she can't get the thing. Everything is disorganized. She can't find the thing. Her kids are helping with everything. She's yelling at the crickets she's now. Child, at first child they labor. were kind of meditative. <laughs> <you know? laughs> I mean, the, yes. That would be an amazing, I think, but that's the point of comedy, right? Is to like do that for Amazon. She's like, hey, here's this ad now. Here's what it is in 14 months. (laughs) And like show people. I don't think people would relate to that as well. But like all, but during the like after ad, it just still shows like Amazon and Bezos' wealth ticker. Mm-hmm. Just flying a pace, like has not slowed down. Just at all. cruising, just cruising, <laughs> just cruising. Right? It's like the space heater is not working. <laughs> she has to. The ad is in fourteen months yeah. where she's returning the space heater from her apartment because, like, it blew up in the socket, and right. they they just replace it right away because they don't. They just don't give a shit. She can't you afford know? electricity. She's just she's using the Amazon generator she bought <laughs> and explodes yeah, yeah. the exactly. the space heater. Exactly. Yeah. She's been cut off. She's been cut off from Con Edison. <laughs> yeah. So now. 
out. She has to go to Amazon. <laughs> She's on a personal hotspot. You just see her <laughs> husband get in the car with the kids and drive away. <laughs> a restraining order slid through the garage door. Yeah. She gets served mid mid candle. <laughs> Ah, uh, <laughs> I mean, and that's—I can't really blame Amazon though, because like, why? Well, okay, I can blame it's, them for, the for ushering in the end of the world. Fundamentally evil. I can, I can, and, and I can blame them for ushering in the end of the world. But they're—they are capitalizing on a feeling that's already been happening, and I think like that's an overall discussion with ads, right? Like, do they cause feelings or do they capitalize on feelings? I think they do. They do both. And I, I think that it's the ability to uh, not worrying about particularly distinguishing between those two factors that makes it sure. so heinous. So, like, consider this ad one more time, okay? Let us say it must be a good ad, that there yeah. are people who are like, I like them a little better now. I heard this story where the workers have to piss in bottles. But look at her, you know? Pretty She's good. She's not in the warehouse. Pretty good. She's in her own garage. Why don't those warehouse guys just do this part? That's I don't true. get it, right? And but what I'm saying is in that room, okay, in that room where they're pitching and they're developing the ad, okay, I will, I would bet my life that one person in that entire room would be like, hmm, you know, it could read like pretty dystopian because <laughs> they're all sharp. The, the, yeah. A lot of these people are sharp. It's not like they're not all complete morons. I mean, sure, a bunch of them are, but a bunch of morons and everything. Yeah. There's someone in that room being like, I don't know. Where is she up at? Is she? Is it like what are we saying? Is it three o'clock in the morning? She's doing this. <laughs> and the the heinous part is everybody else either is like, nah, nah, what the fuck are you talking about? Like they're so fucking ignorant to that reality, or they're not ignorant to it, which is even worse because they're like, oh yeah, but fuck those few people because yeah. this is going to get through to every moron who thinks that they're going to make like eighty five thousand dollars in eighteen hours of shipping. Amazon products, you know, yeah. or whatever. The, what, what, what do people sell on Amazon when it's not Amazon? So a lot of what they do, and I've learned this from TikTok, so I don't really know. I don't have a good sense of how many people actually do this. Right. But everything is cheaper on Alibaba than it is on Amazon and eBay. Sure. And so what I've heard about people doing is just ordering just warehouses worth of stuff right, off right. Alibaba from China and then reselling on Amazon, which they, they just give me the ad, it. give me the ad where she does <laughs> that whole yeah. process. Yeah. Gets on a watch list with like the Chinese government. <laughs> <laughs> like now all of her emails are being inspected. <laughs> yeah. Right. Her TikTok's getting taken down every 18 hours. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my God. But like that's, I mean, to me, those are obviously those companies have this sort of overwhelming, power over society and so yeah. their ads are sort of particularly interesting to me but like the tech ads sort of writ large are also the, the because i'm obvious I'm, i wouldn't say i'm a luddite but like i'm obvious i i don't i don't love it you know i don't love right. it i i see i can feel it destroying my brain first of all and then it's just like what is any of this at, what what, are, what is this there's none of this is for right. anything right. right it's just replaced nothing and placed replaced it with another type of of nothing yes you know? But the tech ads, one of the things that I have always been fascinated by, and there, and I'm, it's not just tech now, it's almost every ad, and I encourage anybody who's listening to this to go watch an ad with this perspective. There's so many ads that are either technology or some products, most of whom now have some technology in them. Sure. Like your refrigerator will tell you if you need yogurt. Right. So God forbid you have to be like, 
I need yogurt. Like, <laughs> right. All of those ads basically are built around one premise, which is don't worry. You can still live a normal life with all this stuff around you. It barely even is about how much easier everything is. It's more to the point where it's like, yeah, the internet needs to be everywhere. And yeah, everything needs to be recorded. And yeah, everything you say or do is, yeah. is in this device. But you can still have an authentic night out in Williamsburg, right? So you see like an, like a, a, an Apple ad where it'll be like, bunch of 20 somethings and they start on a rooftop and party at Williamsburg right and it's them getting through the club right they're getting in and they're showing the QR code and they get in and they're all happy they got in and now they're up at the exclusive club right and they're QRing the menu and they're getting the fancy cocktail right and then it's like going back to someone's place for a party and they someone has like an authentic vinyl and they have a record player and it's yeah. old but then someone puts their phone in the air and it says what song it is and now it's on a playlist for next time or whatever right and then like the like next morning everyone's you know hung over but not in a bad way everyone's kind of peaceful sleeping someone's making eggs right and then someone has to get go to work you know so like they get a car and it's like all of these things everything that's described in so many of these ads happened exactly that way before the technology right someone had a record player you heard a song you went what's that song Right. <laughs> right? Yeah. You go to the a idea, club. They couldn't they ask go, the person Do you have your on. ticket? You give them your ticket. <laughs> yeah. You go upstairs. You say, what drinks do you make? You buy a drink. <laughs> every, every step along the way, it all happened. And essentially what these companies are really saying is, yeah, we're in your shit now. For real. We're in your shit in a way that no one's ever been in your shit before. But don't worry. You can still go. You can still get the drink. You can still come home. You can still flirt with someone. You can still fuck somebody. You can still listen to a cool song. You can still get a car ride home. You can still go to work in the morning. And like when I started looking at tech ads that way, it like really changed it changed it for me. Because it doesn't really so much of it doesn't really speed up things that much. No. Right? It it makes it makes like there's like a false ease and the exchange of that is like constant unrelenting surveillance of every yes. thought you have. Yeah. You know? But so, so here's to play the other side of that. Here's what that ad hypothetically. Mm. I don't know if that was a real ad or not, but it seems like a, all, it was every, every ad. That's every ad. It's, it's playing into the influencer culture because right. they're not, they're not trying to show you everything that the phone could sure. do. They're trying to say, hey, you could be this person. Sure. That's why everyone's attractive. Everyone's young. Everyone looks like they're doing a Grimes cosplay. Yes, like right. they're like colorful hair. <laughs> like they're having fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. All they're saying like, if you want to be this person, because we know you want to be right. that person, right. you have to have this. So essentially, so it's just like you two can snap. be an advertiser. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. that's all that influencing is. Yes, of course. Like being an influencer is just essentially being a spokesperson right. they have democratized being a spokesperson right. it's not just like fucking celebrity like a-list movie like actors that are doing like i saw right um, but that's you know what's funny to me is that's always considered a very very positive thing but no more gatekeeping yes <laughs> right? Now, right, right now now any fucking idiot can just turn their life into complete 
an utter commodification at yeah. all times. Uh-huh. What a breakthrough. <laughs> you know? Oh, my God. What a, what a Isn't relief. Isn't their life better? I, I used to have to go and audition. I used to have to, I used to, have to put everything into doing, getting on the Subway ad. Now I can just eat a Subway sandwich in the comfort of my own living room and turn I mean, that look. into an ad. That is better. <laughs> Why? Why is it's that not better? Necess- I mean, look. it's worse, man. I, okay, I can, it's I worse. can get into the overall, uh, like, because w- overall, I think advertising advertising is is dying. I think people are are moving towards subscription. As advertising a whole. isn't dying. Advertising um, is 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 moving has moved into our lives. Well, sure, it's but it's getting smaller. Like for instance, uh, back like growing up, mm-hmm. if I'm watching a football game. I have to watch those ads. I can't look at my phone. Mm. I'm not getting up to go to the computer room to sure. look at the computer. Sure. Like I am sitting there watching those ads. Now ads have moved from football is the only place I see ads because on Instagram, I scroll right by. I don't even see it. And you could argue that there's sub, it's affecting me subconsciously, mm-hmm. but I'm not sitting there for three minutes watching an Instagram right. ad to get to the next post. There's something TikTok's funny though. even I picture, shorter. I picture you. You're like watching like the Lions Packers, and you're like, oh, thank God. I don't have to watch this Michelob Ultra ad. And then you go, you go on your phone, and it's just like a Michelob Ultra Instagram ad I thought you were going to make a joke about the lions and be like oh thank god I can look at Michelob Ultra no, 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 instead no. of this oh, shit show thank god I can scroll right past this Michelob Ultra <laughs> yeah, ad exactly <laughs> which, I which, mean, <laughs> but that is where we've got to but here's it would you pay which $5 is great for a month football. would you that. pay $5 a month to not see any ads on 100%, Twitter 100% I pay and I, I think I, I think a lot of people and this are is starting the thing. to feel and, that and, way and, and, and I also think that it would be uh, a, a very a very appropriate way to go where if you buy a product, you don't have to see any ads from anything in that field ever again. I have had that thought. I was like, why isn't there a fucking company where I click, I bought this and it tells everyone who sells that. I don't need more shoes. I just bought shoes. I'll give you a great example. (laughs) I, I, like don't have dental insurance. My teeth were pretty fucked up. They're pretty, they're pretty stained. Yeah. yeah, Pretty stained. No, no, they, it's weird. People are always like, no, your teeth aren't that bad. Teeth is just a weird thing that people have to pretend they can't see they're bad. But That's true. my teeth were pretty bad, pretty stained. And I, it was like, obviously, hundreds of dollars for cleanings, blah, blah, blah. So, uh, obviously, I would talk about this a fair bit. And my phone picked up on this. And so I was getting a lot of people, like deranged looking people with these like glow in the dark fucking mouth guards that they're like <laughs> sit there and they're like <laughs> and then it's like in Ten fucking, minutes, yeah, yeah. Look at this. right so in fairness this is this is like how crazy i am about thinking and i'm kind of like ahead of it where i'm like well those seem really fake but then one came up and it was like i'm telling you hundreds of these as soon as you click through on one yeah your life's over you ever click through on like a, a meal prep yeah meal prep oh a blue apron shoes. you just click you just fall for I the. I did it like, with the desk. Dude, I've gotten you, desk you ads fall for, the last for like week. six free meals. You're hungry. You're running out of money. Like <laughs> I, food, free food. I need food. I know I need food. So you click on it, and then as soon as you click on it, you get the news that the six free meals are actually spread over a two hundred and fifty dollar investment. And you're like, I don't have two hundred and fifty dollars. That's why I needed free chicken, That's right? True. So you go back. You go back, and now you have to see. Every meal prep company ever invented on your phone every day that not only, A, reminds you that you're running out of money and are hungry, (laughs) but B, you can't even afford 
any of the meal prep places, right? So it's just I'm, a reminder how I'm hungry trying, you are. I'm trying to be discerning. I'm trying to be discerning about the dental shit, and I find this thing called, you know, only smile or whatever yeah, the fuck, yeah. with like two dots over the O for no. Yeah. Some advertiser thought that might oh make it seem Scandinavian. <laughs> it had like a Scandinavian touch to it, where it was like, oh yeah, these people must know they've got the Nordic model. They must be able to fix my teeth. <laughs> you know who's got white teeth? White people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And so I fucking. Uh, it's like this tool that just basically it's like it seemed a little more honest because like it did go it was like an actual impediment and it like and like do this for two weeks blah 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 like their 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 claims were a little less extraordinary and I fucking clicked on it yep and I was like holy shit they got me it was like it took a long time but they got me took weeks months hundreds of these things but here I am putting my credit card in Right. And like kind of like in a trance, you're kind of in a trance when yeah. you follow an ad and you're doing it. You're like, you everything, get the credit card and you press it. There's like the little endorphin rush. Okay. Maybe this one <laughs> functions. So it comes to me. It definitely most likely doesn't do anything. Sure. But also 100% is a tool that needs to be handled by a professional. It felt so dangerous. It was straight up fucking metal. Okay? And I put it on one of my teeth here and freaked the fuck out. I was like, this thing is gonna break all of my teeth. And so I never used it again. No. Okay? I dropped like whatever, $59 on this thing probably. And what I want is I want a thing on an app like Instagram to just be like, I'm not doing any of those products ever again. Yeah. But they still, because my profile is yeah. still in there. I'm a big dental. I need dental aid. You, and you it's, still, it's still there, you know? But that's like the promoted, the promoted ads are so evil because they... For me, at least, maybe this doesn't happen to everybody, but they're anxiety inducing. So like Mm. I'm a hypochondriac. And so when I see ads for uh, the Mayo Clinic Mm. and it says promoted, it's like, sure, I get up on stage. I talk a lot about hypochondria. My phone is on the whole time. Hopefully that's why. But in my head, I'm like, these bitches might have my medical records. Like (laughs) who knows at this point? Who knows? And maybe they're just like, go get checked for cancer. And they're, yeah. Why? Do you get cancer ads? No. See that? You should have absolutely lied and said yes. Well, I'm like, you're what? 60 years old? I'm, I am 60 yeah, years right. old. Right. So yeah. This is making sense. great for 60. <laughs> yeah. You do look good. It's the teeth, but, it's the teeth like, whitening. Those, those ads where it's like, <laughs> you're sick. That's fucked, man. Yeah. It's really fucked up. Yeah. 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 I mean. What do you get? I get a lot of, like, I, I, I get interested in like one thing where I'm like, all right, I need a new pair of shoes. Okay. And then I'll, you know, I'll Google Nike, right? you know, what's, what's going on here. What's the funniest thing is the shoes that I actually have right now. I looked for shoes. I then went to the store, <laughs> saw the pair of shoes that I wanted in the store, but I wasn't sure because I hate shopping. It's the most anxiety yeah, inducing thing. Clothes, clothes shopping specifically. Oh. Um, I go home, the shoes I picked up in the store that I was almost about to buy, third fucking post no. on my Instagram. See, the, that exact the same color, same style, same price as in the store. And I was like, 
That's this what, is this is dystopian as shit. That's funny. That's you know what that happened to me too. That happened to me too with uh, with condoms. <laughs> because I picked up a pair of magnums as a joke, put them back, and now I get advertisements for them all the time. And I'm like, amazing. Like, you guys don't know me that well. You definitely don't know me no. that well. <laughs> so okay, so let's. We've been talking about good ads or what you know, dystopian, Have we? horrible, <laughs> but they're working. Everything that we we sure, just talked about, they're working. working. I don't even know if these I, things have to. Work. I want to talk about ads that are that totally missed the mark, and I want to start with the Facebook ad that came out directly after twenty the twenty sixteen election. I don't know if you remember this, but it Where was immediate. Said, it was immediate. I'm sorry, we're sorry. No, 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 no. That was amazing, but it was. It was like, this is a really tough time. We all need to come together. And this is why we have Facebook groups. Yes. yes and I'm yes, like, hold yes, on, yes. guys. <laughs> Facebook groups is how we got where we are. The idea that these people talked in circles with each other until there was a fucking rebellion is exactly what you no, said. They should have they should have been. So so when you bring up the people in the Amazon boardroom, I'm sitting here going, I don't know if anyone actually said, Hey guys, do we realize how fucked this is? Right, right. Because right. if if Facebook could be that obstinate from the top. Yes, that's right. I just don't see well, like maybe there's like some sales development representative who everyone just like kicks in the nuts on their way by. Or a tech but like, a tech a tech developer who's like, yeah, no, trust right. me, he's all in on groups. And he's like, <laughs> yeah. we just have to keep being in them right eventually we'll all start thinking the right things exactly, <laughs> exactly. well if everyone's in the right groups that will get yes. and i just like i was looking at that and i was going what like yeah. do they not see what's going on are yeah. they in their own group yeah. talking about they, how exactly, good their exactly. groups are well, i think, I think like, that they i think that like there are a lot of a lot of blind spots with these with these huge places oh, i think you're right because also what's what's weird about them is that while obviously these tools like the facebook for example all the tools of facebook um are obviously detrimental in a million fucking ways that their metrics are all great yeah right engagement usage clicks so they are like yeah let's go with groups yeah groups are on fire well this is exactly why like, monopolies right, are bad and then it's like well, so so how do we get people on groups because you know someone mentions because you know you know what happened with the groups, right? Like, right. You, you do understand. And then they're like, well, we just, we just say it. we got to do better on the groups. <laughs> and that's the ad, right? But like, that's the thing. Like, I don't, I don't think that the, those, those companies with Facebook and Google, they, they, their ads just on TV just confuse me because they just feel so unnecessary. Yeah. I cannot forget about Google in my life. No, I might forget about going to the dentist. Yes. So, or I might, I might forget to buy a pair right, of shoes. Or I might not be motivated enough to start a retirement account. Yeah. So if I see a retirement ad and I'm like, I think about my age, I get very depressed. Maybe it springs me into action. If you don't have a 401k at 60 years old, you're going to be yes. in trouble there, buddy. Yeah. Well, I don't think you're going to be in trouble. <laughs> you are in trouble. <laughs> you're just in trouble. But like, I think, I mean, those those companies just it's I guess it's just continuing the ubiquity like the feeling of everywhereness yes. the, the the ads that actually scare me the most are not anything like amazon and google any of these places that you know right the the things the ads that genuinely frighten me are the companies that i do not know i do not know what you do you are not selling me anything but it's thursday night football <laughs> and there are is an ad every two commercial breaks for cisco networks yep 
And I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay. I, it's some sort of computing engineering thing that no one watching this ever goes to like, Oh, I got to go buy I got to go to Cisco networks and pick <clears throat> up. You can't pick up anything from Cisco. You got to go to Cisco networks and pick up my data server for <laughs> my new global domination social yeah. media app. But they're on. They're just on television. Hey, yeah. hey guys, we're Cisco. Who? There's no Cisco right. out there. Right. You know, you're not walking around being like, oh man, they're gentrifying Williamsburg like crazy. You see that Cisco's there now. What right. is Cisco? <laughs> that so like what is Cisco Networks? If if <laughs> I'm correct, I'm, I might be wrong. But here's okay. Cisco Networks, I believe, is like when you have a multinational like Amazon would use Cisco Networks in their warehouse. Right. So the, so so here's here is the difference. That is that is enterprise sales slipping into the B2C, which is business to consumer advertising sure. world. They are going after single digits of people watching That's watching so that scary. ad. But they are they are just saying like, "Hey, we're in your subconscious." Right. Someone's going to reach out to you tomorrow. And then someone's going to drop you, $250 million. Exactly. Right, so right, they right, paid $30 million for that right, ad so that right. one person could buy something right. for $50 million. But the, to me, that's like particularly disgusting because it's like, look, one thing we've all agreed, whether it's consumption, advertisement, all that, we've all agreed that we're all a part of this. We're, yeah. We've all agreed that like there's no escape, et cetera. No, we no. all agree that we're all just like, how are we going to go China? Is it, it going to be 1.5 <laughs> degrees? Is it going to be 2.5? Is it going to be four? <laughs> yeah. Right? Like we all know. <laughs> How wet right? am like, I going to be? Yeah, yeah. We all know <laughs> that it's over. So it, you know what, Cisco? Like just stay out of it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm watching the Patriots. Okay. Just stay. Don't remind like, me. You can get, look, I'm, I'm 38, not six. I'm 38. Yeah. And so when I see Michelob Ultra, I think to myself, yeah, yeah, I got an alcohol problem. <laughs> But yeah, I should probably start running when I think about it. And so if I run, you're literally, telling me I could be healthy and have this beer. If, yeah, if, I, if I run to my 24 pack of Michelob Ultra, that ad you can keep that on. Great on Thursday night. Football. It helps you. But this weird like overlord shit, like the Cisco networks, which is way more ominous to me than like you know. Oh, look at uh, Google here. Uh, the the fucking Teams or what Microsoft Teams? Like, yeah. Or oh, your your grandpa has cancer. He's in the hospital. Luckily, look at FaceTime. <laughs> <laughs> like that's really brutal. But at least yeah. it's like yeah. Well, the FaceTime yeah. at least is. I hope someone FaceTimes right. me when I'm in the yeah. hospital with cancer. Great, I get that. But I don't know. Whatever you are, just go sell it to yeah. the other overlord. Yeah. On your own. I don't need to know. And then whatever algorithm Cisco produces that gives me my dental fucking jabber weapon thing. Congratulations. You did it. But just leave us out. Can we not get anything? Is, just, is there nothing sacred anymore? We can't have no. like a beer ad. Right? We can't even have beer ads. I mean, it used to be. Remember the beer ads, man? Yeah. Oh, my God. The real men of they genius so Bud Light commercials. Do you remember like uh, and oh. those twins? Remember that commercial? No, the Coors Light? And those twins? It was just, it was like, it was called... Uh, it's like, I don't know, whatever. I love football. And of course, uh, like, so it's like a song. It's like a Coors Light song. It's like, uh, oh, I love cheerleaders yeah, in yeah, short skirts. I mean, yeah. it was like, it, it's just so amazing. It couldn't pass these days, I don't think. No. It was just so, and the whole premise was built around these two, like, huge-titted blonde twins. Sure. And was capitalizing on, I, I don't know if that's still a thing, but like. For twin, Hardee's. Hardee's it twin is. Twin 
fetishism had a moment. I don't know if people were are still like, but there was this thing. There was this thing. I think there were like, I think there were too many like, um, you know, coming of age comedies where there were like twin, hot twins would always do something. Yeah. Oh, you'd make out with the same twins. It was twins. And so this commercial to capitalize on it, they just literally were like, it said something like, look at those twins. And it's just, <laughs> just these two twins <laughs> with huge tits just standing there. And then they do the rest of the commercial and it's like a song. It's like, I love big hits and short skirts or whatever. And then at the end it just goes, and those twins. <laughs> and it's just them again. <laughs> and it's like, I, you know what? Obviously not great. We're still talking about it. Not great gender, sexual politics, obviously. I will say, I, I sort of respected just the like on the noseness. Yeah. Like, just get to me. I'm drunk. I'm right. like, what do I drink? Right. And you literally are like, what should you drink next, Michael? And those twins. And I'm like, course light. <laughs> like, I, at least I can see the correlation. I'm already objectifying <laughs> these football players. Just let me sure, objectify sure. the women. Right? <laughs> oh, my God. That is well, that, it's funny that you bring up the, the Cisco thing because I've been having... I had this thought like a couple months ago, and I realized like, see, uh, like every time you look at an ad that has nothing to do with you, uh-huh. that is wasted money. Like if you're thinking from the corporate perspective, <laughs> that is Cisco wasting money. And so like I have a smart TV mm-hmm. right here. Yep. I watch even even live sports. I'm watching through an app. I don't have cable. Sure. I'm watching Sunday Night Football through the NBC Sports app. Okay. Why a am plug I for NBC? Why am I <laughs> seeing ads? For arthritis medication. They know who I am. They have my Facebook. Yep. They have my Instagram. How old are you? 27. Okay. They have every single thing I've ever done and ever been interested in. Why are my TV ads not the exact same as my Instagram Is it, ads? Could it be like long gaming? I, I don't know. Could it be that they start just planting it and then at like 51? I mean, so. All of a sudden you're like, uh. <laughs> 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 I mean, I'm not going to remember a brand name no, no, in 20 no. years. And yeah. they are doing that to an extent. Like if you watch, you know, if you watch a certain show on Hulu versus another show, like me watching Dave on Hulu okay. is going to be very different than my girlfriend watching Mindy Project. Like sure. she, all she gets is ads for tampons right, watching right. the Mindy okay. Project. Yep. Yep. And I get, I don't even know what I get. Yeah, we well, get, I, we I get have, Hulu, I have ad free Hulu, so they don't get oh, to me. Wow. I steal it from my friend. <laughs> Um, this is, but this, the, uh, this is my favorite. The but that, that's what I was saying with the the um, subscription. Yeah. Like with Twitter, I would pay. I would pay. I would say maximum two hundred bucks a month to never see an ad. Right, but this, never. This it this blurs is, it out on billboards. Ultimate, it blurs it out on live this is TV. The ultimate just, proof of the destructive nature of ads. Yes, is precisely that they're for the. The proletariat, like the, the fucking yeah, right. You sick fuck. You don't have a fucking good job. You don't have consistent paycheck. You're living paycheck to paycheck. Sit here and watch this like a little shit, and then go spend the little money you have on this bullshit product. Yes. And if you emerge into the upper middle class, you know what? You've done well. You've seen enough. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Throw us a bit of yeah. money. You won't have to see. Th- we save this for all those fucking morons. We're not going to... Look, we're not going to fucking insult you with an ad for a Buick. You're driving a Lincoln. Right. Right? You're not, we're not going to give you that. Yeah. And it's, well, it's, they'll it's, figure out how to like, get there. But. That's the thing. Like, this class stratification 
is in is getting in everything. Yeah. Everyone's online experience, everyone's yes. like televisual experience, everyone's media experience. It's all still like I I can't like I'm not of the like uh means to fully get ad free everything. But I pick my spots. Sure. So like I have ad free Spotify. Yes. I was with a friend who had non ad free Spotify. You can't be friends with them. It felt like we both felt humiliated. <laughs> like, it's like it's like if you showed up here and I had he, cockroaches he, running around, you'd be like, "You live like he this." Said, he <laughs> says so sheepishly, like, "Yeah, sorry, I, I don't have the premium." <laughs> I was just like, "What's so fucked?" Is uh, I, 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 my immediate instinct was like, "Fuck is wrong with your life?" Yeah. <laughs> And that's so crazy. Yeah. That's brutal. As someone it's brutal. for a long time who had an Android phone, Dude. the same thing happens with those green texts. Yeah. You know what it is? Now that I have an iPhone, I understand it. The light green on white text is sure. hard to read. Sure. Like Apple legitimately makes text to Android users difficult right. to read right. so that you will go to them and be like, bro, I think I've said this on the podcast before. I have a friend who... Like very wealthy, yeah. They were so annoyed by my green text that they gave me a thousand dollars and said, "Get an iPhone or don't text me again." And I went and got an iPhone the next day because I was like, you know what? If someone's gonna pay for it, sure. If they care that much, and, and granted, honestly, they've got a lot of money, so it's do like a lot of stupid shit. Right. That doesn't even sound that stupid to me. No, no, of no. The stupid she, shit that yeah. rich people must spend a thousand dollars on. If your friend texts you a lot and it's really annoying and thousand dollars means nothing part of the reason fix the phone part of the reason that they gave it to me was because it had sat in their venmo for over a year so they were like yeah sure, i'll just sure. send i it mean to you. who among us it, doesn't have but it eight to eleven thousand dollars sitting in a venmo exactly. for the year <laughs> but that's exactly what you're talking about though right like there is a class divide yeah on android to iphone yeah. There is a class divide on premium versus ad, ad free versus not ad free. It's jarring to listen to music now, (laughs) and then they're just like, you know, some podcast network. And Spotify's ads are so bad. It's and they like they're like louder and clearer. I think I feel like they have higher fucking no. They do that on purpose. They do that on TV too. It's a little more subtle. Yeah, but yeah, really takes you out. Even like so, I got an Amazon Alexa just to make sure my ads are very accurate. And is it you on? know what they, you know what Amazon and Spotify <laughs> do is if you listen to a Spotify exclusive podcast through your Alexa, they take out all the ads. They wow. have a deal where like, so if like the host is doing ad reads uh-huh. as part of their podcast, you can't get rid of it. But right. if they have a separate section of ads, those are gone. And it's, oh, you paid an extra $45 for this Alexa? Cool. You don't get ads yeah. anymore. Like that's... I'm You're hundred percent right. I'm like, what I'm saying. I, the thing I think about whenever I think about Alexa, which obviously just, it, it, it's one of those things where it, it, not to do like the COVID stuff, but like with the vaccine where the people don't want the microchips and it's like, but their relationship with their phone is like, yes, where's my microchip? Yeah. Right. Where did my microchip right, go? Right. Did anyone, have you seen my microchip? Yeah. Where I, I, it's got to be somewhere. And you, you, your life stops until your microchip is <laughs> right. in the back of your pocket. And yes. People are like, I'm not putting one like in here, you know? Right. And Alexa, it's like, I, on the one hand, I'm just like, oh, I wouldn't do like Alexa. It's like, and I, I wouldn't. But at the same time, I'm like, I have a phone. 
So it's not like yeah. appreciably thing. But the, the one thing I always think about Alexa is I always, I, I, I like dream about what the Alexa apology ad is going to look like. <laughs> Right, because these are like ultimately my favorite ads in all of advertising. No question, are apology ads. Yes, they nothing like it. I get hard. I'm like, this is everything about everything I hate about the way that our society is organized is always distilled most perfectly through an apology ad. And I like dream Please, up elaborate. because like like Alexa, for example, like. Um, they say they don't record and then there was like this murder, right? And then it turned out that the recording could exonerate or or prove guilt, whatever it was. And there was this huge debate over whether Amazon was going to like hand over this stuff, blah, blah, blah. And so, you know, I'm thinking about like an apology ad about like someone like, yeah. exactly in that situation and like a guy going free or an innocent man. Right? <laughs> so like, So like the apology ad would just be like, Bezos on like a stool. It's like a black background, kind of like a Charlie Rose yep. vibe. Yep. And, and like, it's kind of like, like it's like an, in the name of the father situation where like the guy's been in jail for so long. He didn't do it, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, you he has to be like, you know, we take everyone's privacy so seriously, but sometimes like even a company like ours and like we're willing to say like, we're sorry. And then like explain how much money they're going to give Yep. You know, the guy who was in jail for 23 years or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And those, because those apology ads are all coming in the future. All the, all of those, because like the ones that capture the imagination, right, are like, um, like what are some of the great apology ads? Well, you, the BP, after the oil I mean, BP spill. is, Amazing. I mean, just an incredible. And South Park went after them for that. It was so fucking good. That My personal favorite, though, was, because uh, I do, I think BP, Papa John's is, BP after... is like the best one. Yeah. Um, but the Wells Fargo was so the Wells Fargo had had their um, employees like just signing people up for their accounts. Yeah. <laughs> just, yes. Just, just, <laughs> yeah. and people are like, why do I have eight accounts? And like, Oh, well we were told to, you know, yeah. and it was this, you know, whatever relative scandal. And so far as these financial companies don't face any real prospect of ruin or whatever, but people are like, what the fuck are you doing? You can't do that anymore. And of course, when you abuse like customers in such a direct way, that's when an apology ad needs to come. And so their apology ad was um, a couple, right? Like getting a loan or whatever. Like uh, it's like happening. It's all good. While they are apologizing, right? And they're like, of course, it's like whatever it is, established 1800 and whatever. It's a very old sure. thing. And they're like, first they start with for centuries. We were so trustworthy. We did it all. We were trusted with the biggest jobs. We, blah blah blah. And then they were like, my favorite part is they go, "We were in charge of bringing back so much of the gold from out west to the back to the east coast." <laughs> and I, was, I stopped in the middle of the apology. And I'm like, "That must have been the most corrupt shit of all time." A hundred percent. You couldn't have described a more corrupt like moment in the history of finance. Half of those people turned right <laughs> Dra and went down to Mexico. The, the fucking <laughs> pillage of the gold rush back across the continent you guys did and that's like they must have been laughing about that the history of wells fargo and the gold rush must be so disgusting uh, right and so they apologize and then it's like the the tagline is like established 1810 or whatever re-established 2017 or whatever the scandal sure. happened and to me it was just like what a weird moment in history like can you imagine them like being like, we were trusted with transporting humans 
on the Amistad. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we we were in charge of that. Like back when we could be trusted. It's like, how did you choose the gold brush as your shining fucking example of your humanity? And so then it's like, I I started thinking like, all of these companies are obviously so like rife with just corruption and scandal and evil doing all of them. They're like, I think if I was trying to become like a, a new name on like Madison Avenue, right? Like just kind of like emerge onto yeah. the scene. I think my whole like niche would be um, like advanced apology ads. <laughs> So, Who's gonna so, buy that? Like, please. I'm I I I pitch it to to Coca Cola. Sure. Right. And I'm like, look, I'm not. I don't, you don't need to give me the details, but I'm sure all over the world, there's just so much crazy shit. Diabetes. Okay. Now, we have two choices. We can either wait for one of these five thousand horrendous things that you're doing to come out, and then we're gonna have to do damage control, or we can control the damage today and get ahead of it. Right. Well, how's that going to help? Blah, blah, blah. Then I started imagining, well, here's what you can do for the ad. Again, you get the CEO <laughs> out there. Okay. It's very somber. And maybe it says something like, you know, like I'm, I'm Jim Gregory, CEO of Coca-Cola. And I just wanted to, uh, I just wanted to level with you guys. And I'm going to be honest, like it could be any number of things, <laughs> but if it makes it feel any better, <laughs> I walk around every moment of the day wondering when the shoe's going to drop. You know, and and don't get me wrong, it will. <laughs> and then turn it into, and a- then you turn it into, you go after Pepsi, okay? Uh. We we want to hold our hands up because we are the leaders of this industry. We want to promise that whatever it is that we are doing wrong, we're already trying to do it better. Pepsi, they don't even want to admit, <laughs> right? And I think there could be like a whole market of companies <laughs> like coming out. Without actually saying what they've done, but being like mea culpa. <laughs> I thought you were, I thought you were gonna say it turns into a mental health ad about the CEO's anxiety well, about all the shit he's you would, been doing. You would want to you would want to humanize him. Yeah, you'd yeah, want to yeah, humanize. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't. And I, I don't, know I don't you sleep. all struggle I, with anxiety I, just yeah, as I do. I literally over don't everything sleep. that's going. I on. can't get into details, but any sector of this company is just. A fucking house of cards. <laughs> Is it a profitable house of cards? Of course. But it's a house of cards. Am I throwing stones from a glass house? Yeah. 100% right. right now. I would hate to have to come to you. You know what? I want to have the bigger stone. It would just seem so disingenuous if after you found out about one of these things that I came to you and said we were sorry. So let me just say for all of them. We are very, very, very sorry. <laughs> you know, like that's <laughs> like establishing oh that they feel guilt while pillaging the world. It could be the next. That could be the next thing. Could be. The We're next not going to stop thing. because and you could even say, like, we know how much you could also turn it on the consumer. Right. Look, this is so hard. Like we the things we have to do, we have to, we are. Look, I don't want to tell you which governments we're propping up. <laughs> 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 but what I will tell you is like. We know we've done the market research. Like we know how much you love this product, yeah. and we know that you need we, it for a dollar. And we, we are moving literal mountains. You don't know which ones. We have physically moved mountains 
to make sure we can provide the sweet taste of cola we, at low, low prices. We have changed the drinking water <laughs> of so many third world countries. Exactly. Exactly. With your money. Right, right. right. We've, so, we've just been listening to you. I want you to know. We've just been listening to you. <laughs> that this doesn't make me feel good. Right. And so then you can end it with like, and so you know what? We know that you're sorry too. <laughs> you love our drinks so, too much. <laughs> so we reach out to these third world countries from everyone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. From all of you. From, from you all of us. Who can't stop consuming something that's so obviously ethically heinous. And us who can't stop providing it because it's setting up <laughs> dynasties of our families for because the next 1,200 years. That's how we pay the senators <laughs> yeah, exactly. that you exactly. think you vote for. I love the idea of a CEO <laughs> apology ad that just devolves into him explaining the web of lies that he's caught in. You think this isn't worth a $300 a $300 million parachute payment? Fuck you. I'm never going to be the same. I am going to hell. I will cry on a yacht. <laughs> yeah, built yeah, exactly. on the tears exactly. of Myanmar's right, right, people. Right. Oh, my God. I think that's where we got to end. Because we're at an hour. Sure, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I think the joke's on the listener of this. Because this was all one giant ad one for giant your ad podcast. For my as yet unnamed. For unnamed. Potential maybe podcast, podcast. That I've been looking we're at We're getting doing. ahead of it. Yeah, yeah. Like you we're thought. getting ahead of it. So. Where can people find you, Michael? Um, oh, I'll actually be at Greenwich Village uh, September 6th and 13th, I yes. believe. And then I'm starting a, a show uh, up in Canada, uh, in Toronto. Um, or outside Toronto uh, at a place called Sugar Run. We're running a monthly up you there. You used to run a show up there as well, Pre-pandemic, right? yep. and we're heading back to see how it's going to go. And then I'm running a monthly show in Brooklyn now um, at a yes. place called Eris with the Brooklyn Comedy Collective, and our next show is October 8th. So. Yes, and you got 8-Ball with uh 8-Ball every week well. on yes. Thursday, uh, which I think you're going to be on very yes, soon. I believe. Um, so that's actually, what day is it today? It is, is it um, Monday? Tuesday. Wow. Tuesday. Yeah, so that's every Thursday. That's with Zach. Um, so, yeah, that's where. And um, and your Instagram? What is my Instagram? I think it's just at oh, Michael Oh, Michael A. Terry. All Michael, one word. All right. Michael, Michael A. A. Terry. Yeah. And then come see me and Keanu and Chris Ryder and Michael Terry every Monday, Greenwich Village Comedy Club at 730, and follow me at Corey T. Comedy on all social media. But... Um, let's do this again sometime. Our own this advertisements. Our own advertisements yeah. on well, the we way out. Plug. We got just a plug. We got a plug. We've just undermined every, <laughs> everything we discussed. Yes. Hey, <laughs> perfect. We're slaves to the system. Yes, exactly. That's right. We were born yeah, into I'll it. I'll come back. I'd love it. It's been fun. Cool.